0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello. If you're getting this message, you've reached my answering machine. I'm no longer answering my phone. I'm sheltering in place from this virus. Um, Y2K, it's called. It's going to shut down all the computer networks. Society is going to collapse. I suggest... Everyone immediately get to their shelters. This is the big one. This one's going to be terrible. Um, If we survive this and society does rebuild, I will call you back. Please leave a message at the beep.
1: Hey, Tanner. I just wanted to tell you that um, some of the guys at school found your trapper keeper with the notebook inside uh, where you wrote Tanner Greenring plus Amanda from Melrose Place. Played by Heather Locklear, formerly of Dynasty, which is oddly specific, but apparently you wrote it like over and over again and you put like hearts around it. Uh, So if I were you, I would probably try to stay away from school for a little bit. Um, Oh, also, uh, you know Amalia uh, Vargas? She's like working really hard to try to help Maggie Bloom who's, like, struggling with body image issues and, like, an eating disorder. And she's, like, trying to help her. Um, and she managed to convince her to go see this therapist, uh, Dr. Fuentes. Um, and, like, they went together and, like, like Maggie made her go in with her. But, like, apparently Dr. Fuentes was, like, pretty helpful. So it seems kind of promising, though, obviously, it's, like, a hard road ahead. Oh, and uh, Vanish! Uh, got like, you probably know this, but Vanish got this huge gig playing the homecoming bash for $500. Um, uh, but Maggie was like totally freaking out about it. Cause she's like a perfectionist and she was like worried that she wasn't going to do well. And it was like a, a real worry. Uh, and meanwhile, uh, James is still being like super creepy to Amalia and he's like leaving these like weird creepy notes in her locker. Uh, but Vanish fucking rocked the bash and they like really did a. Great job, and like everyone loved it. And uh, Maggie did a really good job, and she like sang Hey Down There, and it was a huge hit. Um, and oh, and uh, Brendan, the new guy, gave Amalia a flower. Uh, so I think they're in Ida. Uh, but uh, a- anyway, the Chromax want to rearrange your face because you wrote that you are into Amanda from Melrose Place. I don't even watch it, but I don't know what that is, but it sounds bad. Um, Okay, bye. Call me back.
0: surprising to me that the crow mags would be upset about that because she's like a babe right
1: she is a babe but it's like weird to put like hearts around it yeah you oh, you got yeah. my message oh i did get your sorry i was actually
0: i, I was here
1: you were here oh i just i no, was okay. like you're you're, i was busy
0: with something you were screening I, just, I heard your message and i was like listening to your message as yeah. you were leaving it yeah which is why i decided to call you back yeah um yeah. I think is Shannon Shannon Doherty.
1: That's uh, 90210 uh which okay. Melrose Place as you will know because we're in it now. Yeah. Uh and it has it won't end for at least another year. Right. Uh, it, Melrose Place is a spin-off. Yeah. Of, of 90210, 90210 as you know. Okay. Um and Amanda is a character played by Heather. You know, you know this and she's a babe. She's a babe. And it's fine to be into babes, but it's weird to like write it in your notebook a hundred times. Okay. in your Trapper Keeper.
0: It's called The Secret. Okay, okay, yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that came out around now, too. I'm going to Google it real quick and find out. The Secret? I'm going to Google it while you introduce the show. Okay, here's the
1: show. The show is uh, The California Diaries, and it's the Babysitter's Club Club, and it's me, Jack Shepard. 2006. Great. And what I meant was, I'm going to write a book. Yeah.
0: My name is Rhonda Byrne, and I'm going to write a book, and it's going to be called The Secret. Okay. And I'm working on it now, and I expect it'll be done in seven years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And you're going to say like what you want. It's
0: called, it's about visualization. Yeah. yeah.
1: And Heather Locklear.
0: And it, yep, and that's what I'm practicing. Okay.
1: Great. Um she didn't do much after Melrose Place.
0: Rhonda Byrne? No, uh, I'm not Heather, even sure she was on it.
1: Heather Locklear. Oh, well. Yeah. Um Tanner uh I didn't say what I didn't finish saying. I'm Jack Shepard. You're Tanner Greenring. What we do is the Babysitter's Club club. What we actually do is the California Diaries. and it's... Oh, and is it,
0: isn't your face red now?
1: No. Isn't your face red? No.
0: Four episodes of Hot in Cleveland. Okay. Ten episodes of Franklin and Bash. Yeah. Okay. And then as recently as three years ago, she was on eight episodes of Too Close to Home.
1: Okay. So, so yeah,
0: <laughs> isn't your face red?
1: And my face is a little bit red. She played
0: First Lady Caitlin Christian on Too Close to Home. Okay, that's great.
1: And what we play is Tanner Greenring and Jack Shepard, who record the California Diaries show. And this week we read a novel that was called California Diaries number nine Amalia Diary 2. Fate. 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 Fate.
0: Before we talk
1: about our tombstone, yes. which
0: feels a segment that feels more grim than ever. <laughs> yeah. May I place myself in this moment in time? Yeah, I think
1: that's useful, yeah.
0: Just as sort of like, as a sort of... Situate
1: yourself, yeah.
0: Yeah. My name is Tanner Greenring. Yes. I live in Brooklyn, New York. hmm I generally, since my son was born 10 months ago, record out of a co-working space exactly mm, 500 yards from my front door of my apartment. hmm It has been closed uh-huh. because of a disease spreading around the world called covid nineteen mm-hmm. so now I am in my living room, yes, recording from my desk, which is a few feet away from my sleeping son so if you notice that I seem slightly subdued over the next uh four to sixteen episodes <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's because of that, and so. that's why. Yeah,
1: yeah. I like it. you. Seem measured. Yeah, you seem like you're weighing your words. Yeah, I think it's a new you, and I like it.
0: Yeah, well, get used to it, because yeah, who knows when this? Well, we
1: may around. get some. Ja- we'll get some of the, the the sounds and the smells of your home, right? We might. Jamie yeah. might come through. Can Miles can the, might. The, sh- the Brooklyn shuttle wake up. train go by. You can in hear a few the minutes. the shuttle train. Go by, um. That's great. That's lovely. Yeah. Um. The sounds of helicopters. Helicopters <laughs> outside here. Yeah, screaming. Home. <laughs> oh,
0: there's people who live right across the street from me who have a balcony. Yeah. And they're very keen on. There's like six, like twenty somethings who share a house. Mm-hmm. They're very keen on coming out to their balcony and doing like cutesy dance parties and yoga. And oh, I just fun. like no, it's it's the worst, and I. Every time I see them, I'm just filled with
1: rage. You know what I do? Tell me if this fills you with rage. Every day at five o'clock, me and Matt and PJ walk around the neighborhood six feet apart from each other, each drinking a cocktail. We call it walktails.
0: <laughs> no, it sounds like something Socrates would yeah. do. Yeah,
1: and sometimes I bring Cyril. Yeah, and so it's just the boys and Cyril. Have has- you
0: considered? Inviting Matt and PJ and their loved ones into your germ family.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cyril is taken to being like, I want a cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) So we make a little cocktail for Cyril as well, which is, uh, in case you're wondering, a very weak gin and tonic. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, it's not like bad parenting or anything. It's just like a very weak gin and tonic in a sippy cup.
0: And you know what? And it
1: usually doesn't finish it. This yeah.
0: this is the this is the new normal, okay? Because yeah. <laughs> we're all trying to figure this out together. Uh-huh. Society has changed. Yeah, we're all figuring it out. We need to be nimble. We yeah. need to be patient. Yes, we need to be solution oriented. That's right. And we're all living with a lot of anxiety right now, including Cyril. And if he needs, yeah, a very weak, a tonic, very
1: weak gin and tonic, gin and tonic to take the edge off. It's nothing. It would do nothing to me. It's like a finger of gin and then like fill up the rest with tonic. And Today,
0: ice. a mutual friend, a little ours, bit of roses, who, lime juice, I won't name because what I'm about to say is illegal, mm-hmm. um, met her dealer in Prospect Park and did like social distance. <laughs> <laughs> like her dealer like dropped the weed off like six feet away.
1: <laughs> oh, what fun. What yeah. fun. Uh, what we like to do is talk about the books. And this week we're talking about, oh, oh fuck, dude, this book was fucking great. I both, loved yeah, it. I you know, really loved it.
0: Let's, on the count of three, let's name our favorite California Dyers character. One, okay. two, three. Amalia. Amalia. Yeah. Yeah. She's the best one.
1: She's amazing. She's perfect. She's
0: so cool. She's so understanding. Yeah.
1: She's so patient. She's always thinking about other She's people. She's so solution oriented. Yeah. I mean, Ducky is cool too. Ducky's is a close second, I think. Ducky is cool too. You know what? They're two sides of the same coin for me. Two sides of the same coin. Yeah. They're both they, like, they both. If we're in a crisis, you would want Ducky or Amalia, right? Yeah, yep. that's if you could only pick two out of the the fucking Palo City Crushers or whatever the fuck they're called. You would pick Ducky and Amalia, no question, yeah. and not Don, and not not Don because
0: Don is like hand wavy. Yeah. she's like she's the person who's like, this is all just a bad cold that'll pass. Yeah, and like Sunny's just like. Sonny's wild. Woman.
1: Sunny's like fucking like throwing parties at her house. Yeah, it's like okay, that's not safe. Yeah, you know.
0: And Maggie's just a wreck.
1: Maggie's. I like Maggie. Maggie's would be a, a number three for me. I like Maggie a lot, but she, yeah, uh, you know, she's dealing with her shit, and she can be like sad and mopey in a way that's not what I need right now.
0: My number three is Zeke.
1: Zeke is cool. Zeke yeah. is the new Jeff. Have you heard Zeke that Lim. saying? Zeke is yeah, the new Jeff. The new Jeff. Yeah, yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, and it's like that's what I'm saying. Is Zeke yeah. is the new Jeff? Um, what? Oh, I wanted to tell you this up top. I wanted to tell you two things up top. One, okay. I woke up like this. Okay. Yeah. I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Tanner's looking at me, so he knows you I woke. I woke up really like leave. this.
0: You look to to kind of it's a it is a, uh, audio medium. So yeah. let me describe what yeah. Jack looks like. Mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> yeah but I did wake up like this he looks like he hasn't left the house all day yeah I have maybe to go get like s- slightly drunk with his friends
1: yeah yeah and then the second thing I want to tell you is something that was some wisdom that I learned from this book Tanner if you're feeling anxious right now if you're I'm not, feeling performance anxiety I'm not if you're feeling off-kilter worried nervous you don't know what's gonna happen next
0: I mean everyone's kind of feeling that right now.
1: Just let the podcast take control.
0: Okay. Okay. And this is good. Yeah. Let the podcast take control. Let the
1: podcast take you over. And feel the rhythms... Of the podcast,
0: feel the rain on your skin, and feel
1: the rain of your skin, and that you can't say that because it hasn't happened yet.
0: Rain of your
1: skin is yeah. what you said, and I did say That's, I did. That sounds like
0: no. a Cenobite thing. No, you're right. Let's
1: dwell on that because I did make a <laughs> small verbal miscue. Feel the rain <laughs> <Yeah>. of <Our> skin, <laughs> um, and let the podcast take control. And the podcast is about Amalia. It's diary number two. Let's talk about it.
0: Let's talk about what let's happened. Let's talk about uh, it. Let's talk about the word on the front of the book, which was? Fate. 10-ish. Okay.
1: Fate. And it's fate. Yeah. Here's So uh, let's do the segment. The segment is called, What What's Words your Would Be tombstone? on Your Diary?
2: words
1: And it could also be what is on your tombstone. And I've reluctantly... Can I tell you
0: about my dinner? Yeah. One sec. Let me just grab the box. It's literally right here. Perfect.
1: Oh, this is great. I've forgotten about this, what happens when Tanner records at home, is he gets distracted by things in his house. Yeah. Okay. Pizza Oggi. Oggi. That means today. That means today. Did you know that? Siciliana, it says, did you know, Tanner, that Oggi means today? Oh, and it's Beyond Meat. What the fuck? With cauliflower crust? Holy shit. What is that and like? Vegan mods. That's like Boboli on steroids. It's so good, too. It was really good. It's what's on your tombstone. It's Beyond Meat.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you what's on Fucking my Fucking vegan what's sausage. what's on my tombstone. Italian, Beyond Sausage, Italian crumbles on cauliflower crust, gluten free with vegan mozzarella. Fuck It's yeah, what's dude. on my tombstone. And by tombstone, I mean
1: pizza Oggi. Oggi. And it means today. Oggi. In Italian. I just really yeah. want to drive that point home. Um, that's great. That sounds nice. Sarah's making me spaghetti and meatballs right now.
0: Oh, both of us are a little, yeah, a little flourish of the Italiano, Ooh, <laughs> a little al fresco,
1: bafangu. Yeah, that means go <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> what you just said. Um, just let the podcast take control. And oh, we're saying what so- words would be on our diary. Here's what yeah. I think. I'm I'm open to suggestions, but here's what I think. What the word that is on Maggie's di- on Amalia's diary is one word and it is fate. And I think that the word that would be on our diary is a v- word or a phrase that rhymes with fate. Okay. And that describes our day. Amalia's day was fate because there is the fate that is Brendan, we'll get to it. Don't worry. We'll get to Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to Brendan. <laughs> um, and there is the fate that is, uh, what's the fate of Maggie going to be? We don't know. She's, uh, she's gone through some shit right now. Mm. Um, and then there's the fate that is like, is James, who's a ticking time bomb in the background. But what's, what's our day? And would you like me to tell you Mine.
0: Yes, and it has to rhyme with fate.
1: That's what I think. Yeah. So I think the word that's on my diary, Tanner, a couple things. Thing number one for me is that I was in a not a nice mood today because it's a, a scary world out there. And mm. I was trying to edit Monday's episode and instead played a tower defense game on my iPad. Okay, yeah. And so I was thinking my word might be procrastinate. Okay, yeah. And then here's the other one, but it probably requires an emoji to get it across, which may not be right for the time. And it's also similar. It's like I have still have a lot of shit I need to do, and I have to look after my child, and we don't have daycare for – oh god who knows until november who the fuck knows um he even knows and uh but actually by november it might like come back around yeah so um but i still have to like take care of a lot of adult shit so i was thinking the other possibility might be great and then it would be like the eye roll emoji okay yeah yeah (laughs) so which of those do you like
0: um i think they're uh, on the cover so here's my concern about the second one yeah on the cover of a book. Yeah. Tone is extremely hard. Well, to we could have a picture of me convey. of me like rolling my eyes. I think even that okay. is pretty tough.
1: Okay. So, you think procrastinate and we'll just like put the the eight part in italics so it's clear where you're supposed to emphasize
0: it. Yes. Okay. Procrastinate does sound good.
1: So do you wanna you wanna do the um, let's do this? Uh, okay, you wanna go through the extra Here's what I want. The thought, here's the, the thought here's experiment. The thought experiment I want to do for you. So yep. you have solved the first two puzzles. Uh, they okay. were scary and they were death traps, but you figured them out because you're smart. You're an explorer. You got a cool hat. You got a whip, and you figured it out. Okay. And it's this is the, this is the, song movies? the third, uh, Saw movies. It's the third. It's not the Saw movies. It's not that. Uh, sure, be You said scary puzzles. Okay, you, you can have it be whatever you need it to be. But I'm telling you what's happening. Okay. Um, you've escaped Jigsaw. You ran That's... away from him uh, in the second puzzle. And then you walk into a cave. And there is There's a...
0: knives in the wall and they sh- shoot at you unless you can solve his
1: tricky puzzle. Okay, fine. Okay, let's add that to what I was saying. There's knives in the and wall.
0: And you have to stick your penis in a vat full of hypodermic needles. Okay. Yes. And, and he, it teaches you about things.
1: Yeah. That, that you shouldn't have done. Yeah. Um okay, fine. That's fine. And but there's also a ghostly knight. Okay. <laughs> and he's a and this is interesting. The first thing he says to you is he's like a ghostly knight. He looks like he might be hundreds of years old. Okay. And the first thing... He- <gasps> that's Jigsaw. I saw the first one. That's Jigsaw. <laughs> that's Jigsaw. He's, he's con- pretending. He's, confu- he's like trying to distract you from sticking your penis into the vat of needles. I just, I just keep insisting. He's like, uh, excuse me. Like, you don't <laughs> notice him at first because you're like, oh, God, I got to dip my penis in this. But that he's like that as after you've like kind of got through that you notice that a guy's been like uh <clears throat> like clearing his throat.
2: <laughs> he's like holding my shoulder <laughs> yeah. trying to keep me from uh, doing it. I'm me. like <laughs> one second.
0: I need to stick my penis in this vat of my needles. <laughs> but finally he's got your
1: attention okay. and you're like uh, yes sir Jigsaw and he's like no that I've, I've he's like I I've been known by many names. Okay. But Jigsaw is not thus far one of them. Mm-hmm. Even you're like, okay. Okay. But he points to a wall, and there's a wall, and there are 40 books on it. Okay. And, and he says to you, this is your final test, and you must choose the good book, but choose wisely. And then you look at the wall, and what you see is there's this beautiful, ornate King James Bible just gorgeous and it's embossed with gold okay and it's been like like the title is in calligraphy that's like the most beautiful writing you've ever seen then there's next to it there's a copy of who moved my cheese that's like the first edition like hardback signed is it signed signed Okay, say no more. And you know, there's a bunch of nope. books that are like that. Say no more. <laughs> well let me <laughs> there're a bunch of books that are like that, but like in the only other thing that you notice know just out of the corner of your eye, you're off... you're like reaching for whom of my cheese already. But yeah. out of the corner of your eye, you see like in the like saw is that sign and they reach for it. <laughs> Do you want it there's a book that is it's like it's like covered in cobwebs and dust and like you can barely make out. There's a picture of me. It's like me. But, like, I'm like holding, looking at an iPad, and I'm not having a good time playing Kingdom Rush Vengeance. Yeah, yeah. My chin is like basically into my neck. Yeah. (laughs) And then it says, Jack, Book Nine, Volume Two, Procrastinate. And it, like, the ATE is like italicized. And which here's the thing is, I know that's the right answer because I've
0: seen Indiana Jones. Yeah. But. Yeah. I am so intensely curious about the first edition yeah. signed. Who moved my cheese? Yeah. Are you kidding me?
1: Yeah, I don't even care if I pass the puzzle. Yeah. I just want I want to okay. pick that up. That's what you get. Yeah, and jigsaw.
0: Can I, can I take it and go? Or yeah,
1: yeah, you go. And the the castle crumbles around you. Jigsaw does say you chose poorly, but as your life, I can tell you because I'm like an omniscient narrator here. As your life progresses, like you live to a happy old age. And at the and on your deathbed you're like, did I choose poorly? Because like who moved my cheese really helped me with like management decisions throughout my right. career and like I have no regrets.
0: Yeah. So one a life with live without regrets. Like what more could anyone ask for? No. Exactly. What would I have gained from picking the right book? You'll never know. Unclear, yeah. yeah. Um, It belongs in a museum. It belongs in a museum. The first edition Who Moved My Cheese, signed by the author, (laughs) belongs in a museum. (laughs) Um, And what's on your diary? Well, I woke up this morning and... Wait, you woke up like that? Um, actually, this is what I put on for a client call. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Good. Uh, You look great.
0: I woke up this morning. I came out to the living room and I ate some cereal and then I went back into the bedroom because the nanny was here and then I worked all day. I had a a long client call and then I wrote some magazine articles and Mm then, um, I finished up the day by playing about 45 minutes of the new Animal Crossing game. So my day was pretty uneventful up until this moment Right. when I was summarizing and sort of stating again the main points of my day, mm-hmm. a.k.a. recapitulate.
1: Okay, that's great. And so it's recapitulate, and I've solved the first two puzzles.
0: Okay. <laughs> Do you want to play a game, <laughs> uh, Sir Lancelot?
1: <laughs> Why are you wearing that weird mask with like a swirly symbol on Before it? Before
0: you is a, a mouse trap with a razor blade on it, and uh, a hungry piranha and a um. Uh, cheese grater, you have to put your dick in one. <laughs> Which do you
1: choose? Are you? Can you? Before I do that, can you tell me? Choose about... now. You have ten seconds. Nine. Wait. Eight. Okay. Seven, uh, uh, cheese six. grater. Cheese grater.
0: <laughs> and you grate your you cheese grate your dick and it sucks. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: Uh
0: And that's it. And that's the that's, and the that's thought it. Experiment. Okay. And doesn't that suck?
1: Yeah. And then on on my way back, I I do. I do pick up a copy of um Procrastinate Tanner Book Nine.
0: You're in the hospital getting your shredded up dick looked at. Yeah. You're in the waiting room and sitting on the, the waiting room table is like a, a book. Yeah. Looks well worn. It's called Tanner Book Nine Volume Recapitulate. Two. Yeah,
1: and I and I and I do idly thumb through it. Yeah. Okay, good. Let's talk about this novel. Okay. I uh, it was so good. I really loved it. Mm-hmm. Amalia is amazing. She's an inspiration to me. Here's the thing that's interesting. Let's talk about this in the Ducky books, the Duckyverse. Yeah, in the Duckyverse, Count Ocula, um Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck, McDuck uh, Darkwing uh, Duck. Yeah. in the Duckyverse and Ducky, in the I Ducky. Think the
0: Rescue Rangers are technically part of that too.
1: There's no ducks in that. No, but I
0: think they share a universe. I think there was some crossover between Rescue Rangers and um, okay. DuckTales. Yeah, you're right. Ducky. So Gadget,
1: Zipper, Monterey Jack. Gizmo. What did I say? You said Gadget. Gizmo's the, isn't it giz- Name Gizmo? No, Gadget. Who's the like, gadgety duck?
0: Oh, his name is Gizmo. Yeah. Who are you thinking? Gadget of? is the sexy mouse from... Um, okay, don't get me started. Rescue Rangers. Don't get me started on this. Yeah.
1: Um, gadget
0: hack wrench and gizmo is let me look let me just look it up gizmo
1: duck his name is gizmo duck right okay so i'm right i'm not wrong about this um in the ducky verse when ducky talks to his diary he's talking Mm. to us me he says you right he's like you did this you he's it's all in the second person you yes you yes you when amalia in the Amalia verse, when she talks to her diary, she's talking to Endbook, and we're N-Book. She says Endbook. Endbook. Which is uh, from Crash Bandicoot. Yep. But we're Endbook. I thought that's interesting. It's who Anne or Pete or Jeannie or whoever's writing the books chooses for us to be seems to be like a new character in these novels in a way that's not true of the Babysitters Club books. Okay. It's like, are we going to be ducky? Are we going to be end book? We are part of this. It's like a virtual reality experience in a lot of ways. They bring us into these novels in a way that oh, is like not. It's like Dark Mirror. It's a lot like Dark Mirror.
0: It's like Dark Mirror. It's like Dark Mirror. And yeah. sometimes you are fucking a pig.
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: Sometimes you are uh, a bee that is made of, uh, made of robots.
1: Okay. And it's Black Mirror, I think.
0: And I haven't seen a lot of it. <laughs> Sometimes you choose your own
1: adventure. Sometimes you
0: choose your own adventure, and yeah. it's Bandersnatch.
1: Yeah. And that's Bandicoot. And that's Bandicoot. And, that's where, and so that's what's going on. Okay. Yes. So I thought that was interesting. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Let's talk about what happens in this novel. Amalia- Tanner, I noticed you were distracted during that segment. Yes.
0: Yes. And I was looking up um, something in my
1: email. Okay. That's super unhelpful for work an upcoming segment
0: okay perfect that's coming up after the break after the break okay yes no let's do it now fuck it let's do it now let's do it now let's do it now let's do it uh stephanie stephanie can you come in here in I your know. house Just be, be very quiet Get, the, yeah
1: can you tell her to keep six feet away from you at all times
0: stay six feet away from me yep you're in the germ family now <laughs> <laughs> and please be quiet because the boy is asleep okay Okay, and please, yeah, go ahead, and sing the
2: song. I am still living with Anne's prose 36 mysteries, I've read those I don't want to read a Rita, No lie Ellen Miles or a Susan VBE and the entity They can't seem to make the A Plot match the B I just Want to read the
0: Great, and it was um, Everclear. Ever clear. yeah. Th-
1: thank you, S- baby B Stephanie for submitting. Baby B
0: Stephanie, she's not on Twitter, but she is on Instagram, and she wanted everyone to know that her Instagram handle is at RMX Bandit. That's cool as hell. That is cool as hell, actually. Jesus.
1: Okay, go follow RMX
0: her. Bandit. Yeah, that's awesome. It's almost like BMX Bandit. Yeah, Damn, BMX. Do you think she do you think she meant BMX Bandit but it wasn't available so she's like a RMX? R is
1: the closest letter to B if you think about it. Wow, that bl- doesn't blows your mind, doesn't it?
0: And it does. Yeah. One might say A or C, but like no, if you it's actually look R, at them,
1: if you look at it,
0: it's R and then it's K.
1: Fuck. That's crazy yeah. to think about.
0: And then it's F.
1: BMX Bandits is a group that are teenage fan club adjacent. Yeah, we'll play a clip. It's probably from the 90s. Okay.
2: If you want your head rearranged Get some serious drugs Get some serious drugs The trouble with me I can't
0: Well, there's the there's the Rx bandits. Okay, that's not that's nothing. There's no they they're like uh um uh fat records Okay. Pop that's punk.
1: something that's yeah. something. But what the reason that we just heard that wonderful song from Baby B Stephanie, and please do submit your Laryngeus moment songs like Stephanie be an example to us all, like Stephanie has been. Um the reason we play that song is because it's a Pete book. Pete wrote this, Pete woke up like this, didn't he? Peter. <laughs> oh Pete <laughs> Hey, you set of a gun. You woke up like this, didn't you? woke you? up like this. And I'm uh, waking up just now. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> uh, headless and bottomless torso with no odor. You woke up like that. That's how Why you look. Why is he up. headless now? I just don't think that I just think it's probably not safer. It's safer cuz you might look at those. I don't it just let's look. I think I
0: think what you're aiming for is something below the clavicle. Yes. Here. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep And yep,
1: above yep. the sternum. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And yeah. that's all we care about. It is. And that's what matters. That's because it. The, Those two sweet. Yeah. Little nipples. Pepperonis. Oh. No, I, I think it should be nippleless. Uh, well, I don't. Then we got. It's just like a slab of meat, then. <laughs> meat
0: Pete. Meat Pete. Okay. Yeah. And in order to be as. Just as respectful and deferential, respectful to him. and deferential as we can be. Yeah, we are now going to be referring to him as Meat Pete, odorless just,
1: Meat
2: Pete.
0: He has no odor, and he's just a slab of meat. He's that just doesn't a slab have any of nipples. meat to us with no nipples, no feet, no God, no, no features,
1: no meat. And, it's and meat. and I cannot emphasize this enough. Yeah, no odor and no odor, nothing that we tried. We tried just a faint odor that was pleasant. And that then that went too far. It felt like it went, went too, too far. far. It went too far. There's it so smells now... like nothing. It's almost uncanny. It's like a vacuum, and it's Meat Pete. And but Meat Pete wrote this one, didn't he? Meet Pete wrote it. Yeah. yeah, and that's
0: what Stephanie's song was about.
1: And what was the moment when you realized that only the odorless, nippleless torso of meat slab of meat, Peter Lorangius, could have possibly written this book, Tanner? Let me tell you. I have Let a very clear one, and it's like the first line of the book.
0: Okay, that sounds like we have the same one, because yeah. I was
1: about to read the literal intro of the book, yeah. and I want
0: you to read it instead. Okay, I'm going to read it to you.
1: End book, you are not going to believe what magazine I have in front of me. Zine. I hate Zine. 99% of the articles are about guys and zits. How to Tell Them Apart might be a truly useful piece. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a burn... It's a beautiful... You know what? That That's alongside every man with a fortune must be in search of a woman to marry. Oh, a nail. Yeah. And um, all the happy families are alike. Something, something.
0: And it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. And the best was. of times, the worst
1: of times. It, one yeah. of the great openings... for
0: me Ishmael. Yeah. Um, What's the opening of Who Moved My Cheese? Uh, oh, God. I should know this, shouldn't I? Oh, God. Oh, uh, God. Oh, wait. Well, one sec. Now that I'm home. You can just grab it. It's like this uh, storied opening. The sandstorm had scoured the narrow rock ledge clean. Okay.
1: Really? That's not like a fantasy? Yeah. It's not like a never-ending story? Oh, that's Mist. The Mist reader.
0: That's the yeah. missed reader.
1: Okay, and that's an, another one is the missed reader. I
0: don't actually believe it or not. I actually don't own Who Moved My Cheese. I've got it on
1: Amazon here. One sunny Sunday in Chicago, several former classmates who were good <sighs> friends in school gathered for lunch, having attended their high school reunion the night before. So evocative.
0: Yeah. You know, it's like he's. It's like
1: he or she is bringing me there. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like that. I feel like I'm in Chicago. One of the great openings for a novel, and Pete did it. And of course, Meet Pete did this. It's mm-hmm. so good, and it's so perfect. And of it's course, funny. Meet Pete did it. Yeah, uh, and he did this book. And what a good book he did! It's so good. And I'm,
0: I, I am deep enough to reach a feature on my body that I'm not willing to describe right now. Nipples. I wouldn't describe it, and I okay. wouldn't. Yeah. Just, just for adjacency's sake. Yeah. I am not going to describe the feature of my body that I'm reaching. Okay. That the the sea of sweet meat right. is reaching on me.
1: Okay. And, what it, and you probably should say it because the vagueness is making it seem super weird.
0: Oh, God. And I really just really don't want to. Yeah. I'll say this. Yeah. I am swimming in a sea of sweet meat. Right. And it's reaching a feature of my body that is not my... Past your elbows.
1: Penis. Past your elbows, let's say. Or anus. Or anus. No. I I would say past the elbows under the clavicle. Is this is the scientific way to say it. It's what is where the sea of sweet meat. And you're swimming in a above, sea of sweet meat that is above, above my sternum above the elbows and below my and below the clavicle. clavicle. Yeah.
0: And it's not my penis or my anus.
1: That's great. That's right? perfect. And we're just trying to be respectful. And we're just trying to be deferential. Yes. And Pete wrote this one and it's about Amalia, and it's about Amalia. And here's a thing that I will say before we take a break that I think is okay. important because we're going to try to talk a little bit more about this book. We're going to talk about Brendan. We're going to talk about Maggie. We're going to talk about probably not Dawn, frankly. She's not really in this. But what I want to say is that although this book is about Amalia, it's about Amalia constantly giving of herself to others. Mm-hmm. We learn so more much about more Maggie. about – Maggie.
0: The people around Amalia, specifically, Maggie, who is yeah. in a moment of crisis. real crisis. Yeah, yes. And we're all in a moment of crisis right now, but Maggie is feeling it more acutely than most of us. Yes, because she's suffering through anorexia.
1: Yeah, and she's admitted it, and Amalia is trying to figure out and the it, best way to talk to you her know about what, it.:
0: Pete and Anne, you said, boys boys you did such a good job fucking nailed it you navigated Last those sharky waters of talking about teen anorexia we want you
1: to do it to again have another go at and it guess what and also probably the next few books yeah they said
0: and we're and we're like good we'll do that they're like we will talk about pete's lack of nipples
1: yeah yeah we can do that yes for,
0: uh, for maybe 10 minutes 10 to 15 we'll minutes yeah
1: i felt very comfortable there yeah um, we'll do a jigsaw role play for maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Could I say that I did get... So uh, uh, Maggie does th- uh, with Amalia, and to some small extent, Dawn's encouragement, go and see Dr. Fuentes, who yes, is sir. a therapist who is a therapist for Amalia's mom. Um, and uh,
0: was, No, Amalia's mom is a caretaker. She, like, helps... She's like a social worker.
2: Okay. And so she and knows she helps Dr. Fuentes. Like,
0: she helps like abused women. Okay. And she knows Dr. Fuentes through that context.
1: Okay. Yes. And so Dr. Fuentes is the hot is the hottest shit and and Amalia and Dawn are able very very gently to to push Maggie to go and see Dr. Fuentes. And I just wanted to say that I who I've never seen a therapist, I probably ought to. But you should. I really should, right?
0: I started seeing a therapist regularly recently, yeah. and it's been very nice. And the things that Dr. Fuentes says are, like, things my therapist says.
1: Well, that that's what I was going to say, is I got genuinely, like, contact therapy from Dr. Fuentes <laughs> <laughs> reading this book
0: i went to the dr Fuentes said something that like echoed something my therapist said which was like i went to my therapist and i was like and this is fine to talk about right yeah no this is our therapy and i was like oh i'm like i just have like trouble socializing and i just don't like going to like parties and shit and he's like why and i was like oh i just like have trouble like turning it on and like being charming and and fun and like getting people to like me and he's like Do people need to like you? And I'm just like, oh, no, I guess not. I don't give a shit if anyone likes me.
1: He's like, like, I don't. Well, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Problem solved. That sounds good. Here's what I, here's the one that, like, I'm like, I'm going to, like, write it down in my fucking diary in my Trapper Keeper that, that Dr. Fuentes said. Maggie is a rock. She never lets her anger or sadness or frustration show. Seeing her like this is scary. Then I realize something, end book. Now I'm being like everyone else. I'm expecting her to be perfect. You don't like to cry, do you? Dr. Fuentes oh, asks softly.
2: Like
0: to cry.
1: Maggie shakes her head.
0: Oh, I'm not that naive.
1: You hate when everything feels out of control, especially your emotions. Maggie nods. Then finally, she breaks down into sobs. I like that. It's okay. That's, too,
0: that's close to home to you? Yeah. You've never cried in front of me.
1: You want me to now?
0: We openly admit the moments we cry in these books. I fucking... Sh- We're both fairly open about that. I sobbed
1: in this book. I like legit, like, heaving okay, sobs. and we will get back. We will get to okay. that. Okay, all right, let's take a break, and then let's get to that. Okay. Okay, bye.
0: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. share this with a friend one like one prayer i will follow through on the like prayer stuff too i will be praying all night i would use today's sponsor betterhelp.com um of course i can't i am evil tanner i can only use the deep web we do have a deep web version of betterhelp.com um it's called worsehelp.com it's not good but i think betterhelp.com is great from everything i've heard convenient flexible suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist you can switch at any time no additional charge uh go check it out. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bedfellows to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Bedfellows. See you there. Well, not me, but have fun.
1: Here's what I want to do, Tanner. I want to inspire you first. I want to make you Inspired, I want to make you happy. I want to lift you up before I bring you down with my tearful okay. moment with the thing that oh, makes me God. sad. Okay. I just want to read this because this it's it's adjacent to the cheerful moment. We'll introduce it, but before we do, I want to give everybody hope. I want to lift them up on angel's wings. Um and read this passage about the practice that happens. Okay. Before Vanish practice. Vanish practice. And Maggie's in a state. She's not happy. She is worried that her voice sounds bad. She's a perfectionist. Everything is bad. She doesn't like the way she looks. She's She's coming out of a crisis. Doesn't like the way she sounds. She can't. She's She's finding her way out of a crisis, Happy And let's give her a little patience. Let's give her a little
0: patience. We're trying, Jack, right now. Yeah. We're all trying to be nimble. Yeah. We're all trying to adapt. We're trying to to cope. Yeah. We're trying to be solution-oriented. That's right. Nobody moved your cheese. We're in a crisis. Yeah. And we're trying to, we're trying to figure out our way. Yeah. We're trying to navigate this. We're trying together, to navigate. All of us. But let me
1: lift you up before I bring okay. you down.
0: Okay. And do you have to bring me down?
1: You know what? Actually, I'm realizing that the tearful moment isn't going to bring you down. It's just going to... It made me cry. <laughs>
0: it's going to lift me up higher.
1: It lifts you up, but in a way that's... Higher and, higher. Okay, and I Do we have a no singing rule on the I podcast? I said you're...
0: Up, you're... A tearful moment, Okay. lifting me up higher.
1: Okay, thank you. I don't know what that is. So to me, it's just than
0: I ever
1: been lifted before. It's something you made up. Popular classic. Something you've made up. Okay. Yeah. Listen to this. Soon the band heads back. Rico plays the opening chords to Hey Down There. Oh, and Hey Down There, by the way, in case you don't fucking know is a song that's about a girl who can't lift herself up. She can't say the right things to herself. She can't say the the things she needs to hear about how she's good and she's right and what she does is good. It's a perfect song for this moment in Maggie's life that she wrote about herself. It's so powerful. Pete did that. Meet Pete. Meet Pete. He yeah. wrote Hey Down There. Let's be honest. Yeah. And Maggie misses And 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 you know what he's
0: and I hate to bring this up. Yeah. But what do you think Meat Pete is talking about when he says hey down there? I <laughs> not something on his body because there's nothing. It might be. It might be. And he might be and he might be owning it again, you know? He might be
1: He might be saying, I don't know what's down there. I'm gonna take I can't this back. I'm gonna take this back
0: from you boys. Yeah. You boys have taken this from me and I'm taking it back. Hey yeah. down there. Hey. My sweet, sweet.
1: Oh, and it is powerful to say.
0: And it is powerful to say. Yeah.
1: Hey, down there. Wow. Okay. Something to sit with, and I'm just gonna let it hang out there, and people can think about it. And that's fine. Maggie misses her entrance. Dawn and I are looking at each other. The homecoming bash is crashing before my eyes. Then the song starts again. Maggie's stiff as a plank. She looks as if she's taking a math exam. But something happens when she begins the lyric. Maybe it's because she wrote it. Maybe it's the topic. A girl who can't give herself comfort and love until she steps outside herself. With her feet, Tanner.
0: Okay. With her feet. And Pete is signaling to us pretty clear that
1: feet is back on the menu, boys. (laughs) (laughs) To
0: quote that one orc from Lord of the Rings. Yeah.
1: And that's what Pete would have wanted us to do I think (laughs) Whatever As the emotion takes over Maggie leans into the keyboard Her eyes close But her fingers aren't missing a note
0: Can I quickly interrupt? Yeah (laughs) Sometimes when the the, So the boy, my boy Miles, Miles Has been eating normal man food lately Oh wow for some time for yeah. some months yeah and it's been giving him um normal man poops like mm-hmm. mantards and when i smell his butt and can smell that there's a poop in there yeah i will quote the orc from lord of the rings and okay. go oh, but... mantards <laughs> cuz the orc in lord of the rings says man flesh yeah oh that's yeah. good okay yeah. that's good and that has been dead talk dad talk
1: yeah That's your inspirational moment? That's perfect, yeah. Um, Whatever. As the emotion takes over, Maggie leans into the keyboard. Her eyes close, but her fingers aren't missing a note. The chatting in the garage peters out. Then it stops. Maggie's voice is soaring. The words are ringing clear and urgent, yet somehow they sound like a whisper in deepest confidence. I'm so swept up. I don't want the song to end. And when it does, the garage is dead silent. Maggie's hands are resting on the last chord. her eyes still closed. When she opens them, she looks a little bewildered, as if she's just awoken from a dream in a place she didn't expect to be. I think Justin is the first to start clapping. I have to
0: clap pretty quietly.
1: I know I'm the first to cheer out loud. And I guess probably cheer out loud for anyone. But just quite quietly. Okay. And you could do it. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. That's fine. Fuck that's yeah. fine. That's fine. Okay, not too loud. This okay. is so good and I love it. Okay, that's fine. But in a second, we're all screaming and whistling and stopping our feet. You wanna go for that? Yeah. Okay, not too loud. Please don't wake the baby. Yeah. It's like giving me yeah. anxiety. Rico plants a big wet one on Maggie's cheek. She's turning red. She did it! Big wet what? Big wet what? Dawn yells. Well, then it says she did it. Dong yells. Rico planted a big wet one on Maggie's Maggie's cheek.
0: cheek. One what? And then Dong says she
1: did it. Okay. Okay. Well, that's not as inspirational as I thought it was. Confusing sentence. Confusing sentence. Pete wrote it. Me, Pete wrote it. Bring it to him. Not me,
0: Pete. Not me, Pete.
1: Not me. No. It's Feet Pete It's now. back on the menu. It's, it's feet feed back feed on the menu, and it's Feet again. <laughs> I want to tell you the moment that made me cry, but first I want to introduce it. And the way I want to do it is to say this to you, Tanner. I'm guilt-stricken, sopping with my head on the floor. Stop a baby's breath in a shoe full of rice. No... I can't be held responsible. Love Avril Lavigne. Because she was touching her face. I won't be held responsible. She fell in love in the first place.
2: For the life of me, I cannot remember What made us think that we were wise And we never compromise. For the life of me, I cannot believe We'd ever die for these sins And
1: she should not have been touching her face.
0: Well, no, not this, not <laughs> this. <I'm confident>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's a sad song for the 90s. And that's how we introduce Cheerful Moment now. 90s, and it's yep. a freshman and it's Verve Pipe.
0: Yeah. Verve Pipe, not the Verve.
1: The Verve Pipe. Yeah. Yes. We'll do okay. Bittersweet Symphony, probably. But not. It's not now. sad. It's not sad. It's uplift. Bittersweet? Yeah. Um,
0: I guess I'm going to. You know what I'm going to do? What? Um. What's the popular Radiohead song that's not creep? High and Dry. No. Um,
1: Karma Police.
0: No. Uh,
1: Never mind. I'll figure it out. Okay.
0: The popular song. No surprises. That Radiohead hates.
1: Creep. But
0: the second most popular song that Radiohead hates. High
1: and Dry. Maybe
0: it's High and Dry. It might be High and Dry. Yeah. Anyway,
1: unimportant. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to read you something that made me cry. And maybe this is also maybe just something for my therapist. But it it's this so is
0: what you get when you mess with us. Which what's that one? That song is
1: called Karma Please. Karma Please.
0: Yes, that one. Okay, that's what I'm going to do.
1: Perfect. Tanner, what I would like to do for you now is to read you something that made me cry. Okay. And I genuinely did cry when I read this. Can I say this? Yeah.
0: I don't know if it's the climate,
1: yeah, the
0: current climate. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's my own constantly simmering anxiety Mm -hmm. or my Mm self-medicating that's been happening with um, various forms of CBD and alcohol, Mm -hmm. but I didn't cry.
1: You didn't cry. I cried in this book more than I've cried in a while at a babysitter's club book maybe it's because i'm seeing a therapist regularly now oh i'm this is my therapy okay i this just really got me and it's like it's so amalia takes maggie maggie like against her will is like all right fine i'll go see dr fuentes and then amalia and ducky drive her there can i can
0: i say something real quick sure um one sec okay i need to i need to stop you and I also need to look up the lyrics to a song and it's going to be relevant and you'll see why in a second.
1: Okay. Can I I register that I don't like it? That it's happening? Is that okay? Because it feels like all our feelings should be on the table in a moment like this. And the feeling that I'm having is that I don't like for the googling, life and me. I don't like you. Seeing. I
0: cannot remember yeah. what made us think that we were wise and we would never compromise yeah. for the life. That's what me. I just said. I cannot believe yeah. we'd ever die for these sins. We were merely Fuentes, Okay.
1: and that's because of.
0: The Fuentes sort of sounds like freshman. It's a stretch. Slant rhyme, slant rhyme.
1: Okay. Okay. We were merely no. Fuentes. It was worth it. It was worth it. I think it was worth it. Yeah. And I validate you in this moment. And I validate you. And it was worth it. And, and I honor you.
0: And I honor you. And you honor me.
1: And I and I honor you. Yes. And thank you for doing that. And thank you for allowing me to do it. And you're welcome. And you honor me. And you. I, have I said that you honor me in this moment? You haven't
0: yet. You've you did say that I that you honor and me. and you do you
1: did, honor me. You did affirm that yeah. you honor me. No, you and not I said appreciate I it. You. And it's so gro- it's so good because for me, I was just like kind of ramping up into something, and now like I get the privilege of doing starting again and tr- doing it. Well,
0: and and as the one who has to edit the episode,
1: yeah, no, and then I get to edit, edit the episode. Soundtrack
0: back back in. Yes. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Technical. Yeah. You know. Yeah
1: hmm
0: technically challenging
1: yes and so yes. what happens is that amalia takes maggie to dr fuentes and maggie at the last minute feels like she can't go in by herself okay and amalia doesn't want to go in with her ducky is there too and ducky is cool about it he's like where are you going where are you going she's like i'm going to the therapist okay And ducky's like all right man takes a step back that's good Amalia goes, and she's like, all right, see you later. And then Maggie's like, please, you have to come in with me to Dr. Fuentes. And then Dr. Fuentes is like, all right, fine, whatever. Amalia's there, and it goes wrong at first. The therapy goes wrong. Or it feels like, from Amalia's point of view, from our point of view, from n point of view, it feels like it's going <clears throat> wrong. Where it's like... She's just talking about how perfect her life is. And Dr. Fuentes is like, oh, that's cool. Your dad's a big Hollywood producer. That sounds great. And like, and Amalia's like... Sounds like your life is perfect. Everyone would be so jealous of your life. Amalia's like, what the fuck? Like, this is not what it's supposed to be. She's supposed to be talking about like her issues around food.
0: She's supposed to be tearing her down.
1: But she's not... You're supposed to be building her up with an inspiration yep.
0: moment. You're supposed to be tearing her down. And that's what we're doing now. Tearful
1: moment. Yep. And then the following thing happens. Maggie admits that she has trouble with food okay, and she's not eating and yes. she needs help in the last like 10 minutes of therapy maggie is a rock she never lets her anger or sadness or frustration show seeing her like this is scary then i realize something end book now i'm being like everyone else i'm expecting her to be perfect You don't like to cry, do you? Dr. Fuentes asked softly. You already read this. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. When? Before the break. About what?
0: This passage, you don't like to cry, do you? And then I said, we'll get to that. And you said, yes, we will after the break. Right, and now we're at it. But you read this passage, and I don't remember what the context was, but you definitely read this passage right before the break. Yeah, but
1: I'm going to just
0: read past it. Okay.
1: Then finally, she breaks down into sobs, kind of pent up and squeaky at first, then louder until she's practically gasping for air. I walk over to her and put my arm around her shoulder. We rock back and forth. We rock back and forth. I'm pretty weepy myself. I know it's time to end the session, but Dr. Fuentes doesn't mention it. Finally, Maggie says in a tiny voice, You're right. Maggie? Some things are beyond our control, Dr. Fuentes says. You can't solve everyone's problems. Yours are hard enough.
0: This is what you were talking about. You said, I don't need a therapist. I I got therapy from this book. Right. Yeah. So you have read this entire passage? No, I also, haven't. Jack, can you honor me for a moment for not stopping down when you said back and fur? Just very briefly, can you honor me? Because I was tempted to, to like go on a, tangent about back and fur but what did i say you said back and fur instead of back and forth and i was gonna halt the 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 show and and dwell on it for a little bit but okay here's what i'll I'll
1: say what happened i read honor me honor me now i honor you a little bit but am also annoyed because i did read one of the sentences that is in this passage before and now we've halted the whole thing yeah, because all, one all of the because you. there was one sentence, House of Cards. There was one sentence around. that was an overlap. Yeah, and so well, let's sit in that. And I haven't gotten to the part that made me cry yet at all. No, and I was building. And I, bu- I, and yeah, I was and building point, up to it. It's,
0: it's. It feels.
1: It feels like maybe it's almost weightless. not worth it. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder. Do you think that that's because? One of the sentences that I said overlapped with something I said before on the podcast.
0: I think it's because one of us made a mistake and or I'm, no
1: or do you think it's I'm not here or do you to, think it's because one of us interrupted the other one a number of times?
0: I think it's because one of us made a mistake and I'm not here well, no, to us fingers and I'm not here to assign blame let's let's just at least ex- I'm here I'm not here to assign blame and I'm here to Cherish this moment here with you. <laughs> let's examine, Jack, and I honor you, and I honor you, and I honor your motivation, okay. and I honor your passion. But let's, right now, you know, I, and I'm, I'm open to this, and I'm open to this experience, and I, and I'm, I think,
1: Baby Nation and I are on yeah. one side of this, and you're on the other. Okay, I do think it's important to examine all the possibilities, because imagine if th- that uh, that I haven't gotten to the. The main part of it, yeah. Imagine that,
0: right? Right. And it doesn't sound like you're going to at this point, and even if you did, yeah, it would be so
1: like hollow. Do you think? And you what? But let's examine. And, and, and I Let's examine I, why we think it would be sake, hollow. Jack, I, think should, sake, I think we should. I think we should. I wouldn't. I wouldn't for your sake. I wouldn't. Do you think it would be hollow because of the interruptions or because of I the brief it's repetition? it's So hard to say. It's <laughs> so it?
0: hard to say. Okay, and I wouldn't. I think if you're gonna insist on,
1: well, I think okay.
0: Here's what I assigning blame, and I'm not. No, no, I'm not. No, no, I'm, not. No, no, blame, no, no, I'm not. If you're gonna insist on signing blame, I think it's not gonna go great for you.
1: Okay, I don't. No, no, no. I don't want to assign blame. Yeah. But here's what I'll say: in 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 favor of me just finishing the passage and actually getting to the main part of the passage, which, and I will say, there so was a brief hollow. part of the passage that did overlap with something I said before, and do, and I honor you for pointing that out. Thank you, and I honor and you. And you
0: honor for me for not saying the thing about back and fur. Oh,
1: and I do honor you for not saying it, though you did. I will. I should say, did then say it, and you did say, actually say it, didn't you? Right, but I could have like done. You like could a have fur said it thing, in the moment, like a
0: like a furry kind of like
1: right. And I honor and that you would have for been that. that
0: would have alienated like yeah. our furry listeners, uh-huh. and that would have been bad. Yeah. So,
1: so, but I think that the. The point of this passage, mm. which I haven't read before, definitely haven't read it, and you, you, do you don't know what it is, uh, listeners uh, don't uh, know part, what it is.
0: You did read a uh, section of it. Uh, no, theater. and there
1: was a brief overlap, and I, I have yes. admitted that, and I honor you yeah. for pointing that out. Thank you. And you honor me. And I do honor you yeah. by... By pointing, it, by pointing it out.
0: By giving you gratitude. Yes. Yeah.
1: But the main point of this patch is the point that made me cry. And then I think it's gonna make everyone cry because I've been I've been given a lot of runway to kind of get there. Yes. By you and I honor you for that. And thank you. Thank you.
2: Yes.
1: Is relevant to the discussion we're having right now and it's about okay. you a little bit.
0: Okay. And I'm now I'm worried that it's gonna feel hollow.
1: No, I don't well if it does Who's to say whose fault it is? is it the is it the person who constantly interrupted, or and is it I the person who made I a small blame. mistake by overlapping with sense? And I wouldn't I assign blame because no, I feel like not going to be. to say, be tough to say. For you. and yeah. yeah, okay. We rock back and fur. Oh no, I already read that part, and you
0: did misread yep. it again. Yeah,
1: and I, no, I read what it. If that they way. were furries. And it's, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> Maggie. Some things are beyond our control, Doctor Fuentes says softly. You can't solve everyone's problems. Yours are hard enough. I want to get better, Maggie says. The session has gone way over time, and Dr. Fuentes leads us back to the waiting room. She shakes hands with both of us. Again,
0: just Don't,
1: elbow, elbow bump. Elbow bump. Yeah. yeah. And says to Maggie, Beautiful people attract beautiful friends. Okay. <clears throat> And that's like and you that's and me, your tearful moment. And it's just a moment that is like the idea that Amalia is. Baggy is beautiful, and Amalia it's is a beautiful friend. So beautiful, Jack. And it's also and and can I say I'm beautiful and you're the, my beautiful friend. It's also my
0: yeah. I captured this moment as well, and it is my. <gasps>
1: That's your that's your bird. Sunburn of the beach. Uh, uh the beach. My
0: Sunburn of the Beach this week was the following passage. Yeah. Our session has gone way over time, and okay. Doctor Fuentes leads us back to the waiting room. Okay. She shakes hands with both of us and says to Maggie, Beautiful people attract beautiful friends. And my burn is on Jack. Okay. Because he has attracted some not so beautiful friends, myself included, and what that means is that he is not beautiful, and that's a burn on you.
1: Okay. All yeah. right, I'll take and it. And do you see? Yeah. No, I'll see it. Can I tell you? Do you, you my see burn?
0: how that burns on you? Yeah,
1: I get it. No, I don't. Um, because the beauty's uh, on the inside. I think you're beautiful on the inside. Oh wow. Yeah. You honor me. Yeah, <laughs> you honor me. <laughs> You honor me by saying
0: that. Maybe the burn is on me all along. Yeah. Cause what I when I look within, yeah, I see nothing but
1: ugliness. Here's the thing. I wanna be the beautiful person in this.
0: And I I want you I to want, be the beautiful friend. I would friend. love to be the beautiful friend, but as that is frankly not <laughs> So out of the that two is of not us, my my self view. You okay? think I'm so the f-
1: beautiful friend? I think you're gonna have to be. Okay. And you're the beautiful person.
0: Because I am not a beautiful person. Okay. All right. Well, right? that's fine. So Maybe it's a burn on both of us. I think it might just be like a double burn. Yeah.
1: I want to do my burn at the beach real quick, and we have to do a hashtag swing for the listeners before we leave. I would love to. Okay. God, I would love to. Let me do my burn real quick.
0: Look at this, man. This is the problem right now. What? Look at this fucking like stance I'm in.
1: Yeah, you're Look like kicking food. back. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm just like way too relaxed. You haven't woken I mean, Miles My-
1: home? Can you go wake Miles, bring him in here?
0: I that would be an awful idea. <laughs>
1: <sighs> oh. Cyril, when he today he didn't want to take a nap, and the way that he deals with it is like he, you can hear him screaming from his crib. And then he's yeah. like, I need to open the body. And it's yeah. like, dude, we sat on the fucking potty like literally 1 minute ago before your nap. So no. But then they you could you. you can hear him yeah. he just takes all of his clothes off in the crib. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> That's okay. Cool. Okay, That's motherfucker. Like a man. No, it's like, I'm going to if you don't want me to poop in the potty, <laughs> we're going to yeah. see what I can do <laughs> in we're this confined space.
0: Havoc! I can rake here. Yeah, in this crib.
1: Um, let me see what say what my burn is. I, in some ways, the burn was that the peep moment that was really good. But uh, okay, here it is. It's a burn okay. on Rowena. Rowena Frank, and we haven't talked about her much, but because she's barely in this book, except in this one moment. Cece sends a Cece? Cece. hires Vanish to play the okay. bat, the homecoming bash. Yeah, I never send Cece the note. The homeroom bell rings too soon. I'm feeling guilty about yelling at Brendan, so I decide to apologize to him, and God, please- Oh, and Brendan- No, no, no. Okay. And we shan't yet. But I'm too late. Rowena Frank has gotten there first, and she's yapping away. As your student government president and cool girl wannabe, I'm supposed to show you around and impress you. She said that? Well, something like that. And that's what Mm. Amalia said. (laughs) To end book, and it's not what she actually said, but it's what she's like. Okay, yeah. Uh, Let's talk about Brendan. Let's talk about Brendan, because I was a walking boner all day. Let's just fucking say it.
0: Yeah, me too, and I did read this book yesterday, but I was a walking boner all day yesterday. And today. And it continued into today to some part of the day, yeah, Yeah. until I had this meeting with the client, and I was like... They were like, oh... Think on sexy thoughts. Think, think on sexy Dude, thoughts. Dude,
1: could you see the fucking picture of him? He's What's worth- your
0: boner killer when you were a teenager? Yeah, and you had a boner you didn't want. What was your boner killer? Because I could tell you mine with extreme confidence. What is it? I pictured Jesus Christ <laughs> with a crown of rose thorns. Okay, on his head, driving mm-hmm. NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> Any time I needed to not have a boner <laughs> yeah. and I had one, I was like, let's think about Jesus okay. covered in blood with a, a, a rose of thorns on his head. Driving, a driving in a NASCAR race. Driving
1: the Coors Light number 40 Dodge. Yeah. Wow, Daytona. And,
0: it, and immediately, I don't know if it was- Bristol like, night race. That was just interesting enough and just non-sexual enough.
1: Yeah. A Talladega. Where is it? Paint the picture for me. Where is it? Talladega? Is it Indianapolis.
0: Bristol? Indianapolis. Could,
1: okay. There is- Gotta
0: a, be Indianapolis.
1: Here's what I want for it, for me, is the Bristol night race. I No, it's daytime. Because in the night race- Well, the night race is the same as the day race, except it's cool because it's dark, but the, the Bristol tr- the track is so much shorter, and so they're always like racing through lap traffic. When I was like 14- A lot more crashes- bad. Definitely daytime. Okay, so it's Andy. and I I worried that the
0: crashes would just veer back into being a little too sexy.
1: Yeah, I feel you. I didn't have one, but here's here's my my here's my boner enhancer, and it's the picture of Brandon, and he's wearing a fucking Up Ivy shirt. Let's talk about it. <laughs> and Pete drew it, didn't he? Me, Pete drew it, <laughs> and he did, and meet Pete, and feet, Pete, and feet, Pete
0: drew it. It was like, here's what I'm into with
1: his meaty feet. Like we could talk about him. That's fucking sweet, meaty feet. He's all feet. <laughs> it's all feet. There's so much meat on those feet. Wow. You've been looking. the meatiest meat meat feet those I've feet. ever seen. Wow. So there's a picture of Brandon. He's the new guy in school. For- Brandon Jones, formerly of Short Hills, New Jersey, is wearing a fucking Operation Ivy t shirt. Mm-hmm. And he's just so handsome. He's got beautiful eyes. He's shy. He gives her a fucking rose. Mm. And a rose? A that rose.
0: she'd never seen before, which is like Ugh. speckly, you know, in an interesting way. I didn't even know there was other kinds of roses. No,
1: I didn't know either. James puts rose petals in her locker, and it's creepy. And she's like, "I hate roses," but when Brendan gives her a fucking rose, it's long stem rose. It's got it's. It, she says it's a kind of peach with hints of red and pink and amber. And that's at the a fucking kind of peach. Peach. Oh, is it peach? Oh, that's Pete again. He put it in there. Yeah, and he he's just wanted inserting to, himself into the narrative. Cuz and it smells nice.
0: Oh, and it does smell nice. Like feet.
1: And it's like my meat feet. You can't smell say my that meat feet from here. It does she does say like feet, like beautiful feet.
0: Yeah. Meaty feet.
1: Like meaty beautiful meaty feet. Oh, it's so dreamy. And Do you want to hear my hashtag swoon? Yeah, I want to hear you. Okay. Here's what I want. Tell me your hashtag schw- your hashtag swing about Brendan Jones. That's <laughs> right. Image, it's the same as yours. Yeah, I captured this image. Yeah, and it's up. Op- he's wearing an Operation Ivy shirt, and he's and got he spiky cool hair, hell. and it looks cool as hell. And Maggie's captured him
0: brilliantly in her like Invader Zim style art. And he's wearing a God. fucking Operation Ivy shirt, and he's got greenish blue eyes, and he's Not shy. Not in this image, but like he yeah. does. She describes him as having greenish blue eyes. Yes.
1: Okay. Here's a quick one for you. And it's a segment, but it's Brendan adjacent because my burner ain't going away anytime soon. Let's just be honest. Yeah. No. It's yeah. a vibe check. Okay. Let's do a quick vibe check. Let's check the vibe on this. And it's our hit okay. segment. It's called Vibe Check. You came up with it. It's a good segment. <clears throat> Okay, so Amalia gives Brendan. They have a interaction, and it's awkward. But she tells him about Vanish, and he's like, "Oh, they sound cool." She's like, "Yeah, I'll make you. I'll cut you a tape." And she makes a tape of Vanish, and she like gives it to him, and he's like, "Oh, I'll get it back to you." And she's like, "No, don't fucking worry about it. Like, it's a gift." Then the following thing happens. Anyway, the other day, Brendan brings me a tape, a mix he's made. What's this for? I asked. Just paying you back for the Vanish tape, he says. So, here's my vibe check okay, for you. Okay, yes. Brandon listens to Operation Ivy, which is like kind of punk rock and kind of like social commentary and kind of edgy. Okay. So it's not Op Ivy on the tape, but what does he put on the mix Okay. for Amalia? It's cool.
0: Pro- Propagandhi. We something more than a favorite.
1: You think it's propaganda? It It's like for it's you know, it's like supposed to be like a little bit romantic but it's still cool.
0: Okay, Avril Lavigne.
1: No, no, you're way off. No effects. No, no, this is not right. No doubt. No. No. <laughs> I, I think it's Get Up Kids. Too emo way too emo no but not that's not enough way too emo is fucking perfect for this it's like it's 4 minute mile
2: It's not this. Uh, that's
0: like so, d- like the Op Ivy kids and the Get Up kids hated one another. No, in this no,
1: age. they fucking love each other. This is exactly I, right.
0: I disagree. This is
1: the fucking EP. The
0: Op Ivy kids were way too cool for the the Get Up kids. Oh, so kids. you
1: thought it's no doubt? No, no doubt is not right. I think it's Get Up kids. He's it's like a little bit sensitive, but it's like it's like halfway between fucking Operation Ivy. And and think about it now. It's not Get Up Kids from the point of view of now. It's like early Get Up. It's like first album Get Up Kids. First EP Get Up Kids. I think it's um. What's that band that everyone loves? That everyone's always creaming themselves
0: over? That I don't understand.
1: The Pixies. Okay, I can see that. I it's think it's Pixies. Pixies. It's like a it's like a, a a slower Pixies track. Yeah. Okay.
0: Or what's that um. That used to be one of the lovely girls and I like you. That's like Broken you. Social Scene and it's
1: like 10 broken years. Broken Social Scene. Uh, yeah, okay. So he fast forwarded to 10 years in the future. Yes. Yeah, okay. He's ahead of his time. <laughs> yeah, he's ahead of his
0: time. <laughs> Can I do a vibe check? Yeah, please. This is at the um, dance. What's yeah. it called?
1: The Homecoming Bash. Kids are
0: drifting away, talking and laughing. In the corner of the gym... Christina is dimming the lights, trying to create a mood. Good luck, I think. Then I hear Maggie's voice. Down to earth, feet on the ground. I look straight ahead, don't turn around. In all I do, I'm here for you. I'm your fallen angel, and I recognize that I did sing that to the tune to Durin's song from the Hobbit films. Okay, <laughs> but I didn't intend
1: to. Yeah, no. So try to try your best to kind of clear that. I've cleared that. Here's what. Here's what mind. immediately came into my mind. It's right for the time. It might not be right for what Vanish is. But I'm definitely influenced by like how your voice sounded and like your range and like the. T- and I told you did, and I did say, like sort of the timbre of your voice. No, it's not Durin's song. Okay. Fiona Apple. Fiona Apple.
0: But God, Jack, look at this.
1: What? Holy motherfuck. Okay, Tanner's showing me his notes, and he has written down five check under his five check section. This is Fiona Apple. <laughs> okay, we're, we're so we're beautiful people, make beautiful friends. Yeah,
0: okay. Yep,
1: yep. We're both beautiful, and we're both beautiful friends. Yep. I think that's a lesson.
0: I think Maggie's lyrics are very Fiona Apple-esque.
1: Wow. And you agree, and I agree. And here we are, and now we're leaving. Oh, and there's Peter hanging in this moment here with you. Hey, you know what? What we're gonna leave, but let's not let Orem off the hook. They fucking okay. erased Pete again, and they did erase
0: Pete, and we needed to. Well, I like we just needed to trust our gut. Yeah, in reading that first passage that we both read, yeah. we were like, this is definitely Pete. Yeah, I have no confirmation
1: that this is Pete. I don't need it. Maybe that's what Orim's doing. They're saying, "Hey, you're on your own. You don't need us. It. You can smell those meat feet of mile uh, Orim, You know what Orm is saying to us?
0: Yeah. Do you want to play a game? Do you want to play a game, and I guess we do. And they're saying, "Can you identify a peep book without us?" telling <laughs>
1: And yes, we can.
0: And if you can, if you can't, you have to dip your d- dong in hot wax.
1: Yeah. Um, something to think about. Now we're gonna leave. Now we're gonna go. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Um, Thank you for bearing with us. Uh, We are going to be here for the foreseeable future, reading these books, talking about these books, even if we have to do it in our quarantines.
0: We are, and we are doing it in our quarantines. And we are. And we are also here to help, because times suck yeah it's
1: it's garbage and it's full of anxiety and it's weird and um it's nice to talk about things that are not the fucking thing
0: it's nice for us to talk about things that are not the fucking thing but it's also nice for you to hear about things that are not the fucking thing and if you want to hear more yeah about the thing that's not the fucking thing i suggest you subscribe to our patreon yes Which is patreon.com slash podcast. It is more of this. It is more distraction. It is more fun goofing around. And we sing the descriptions each week. And if you don't know what that means, I suggest you look up a semi-recent social media post of ours where Jack cut together a promo for the Little Sister episodes where he found some of our best hits and... And Jamie it's does the voiceover. And, please, That's good. and Jamie, my wife, does the voiceover. And please do subscribe and, and listen, because it's
1: it's so much fun. Um, thank you for bearing with us. We love you so much, and we kiss you so much, and we hope you're staying safe and you're staying happy and you're keeping your spirits up. And we are here for you, and we are grateful so much for this community of people. If you would like to be more involved with this community uh, of listeners to the Babysitter's Club Club podcast, Go to our Baby Nation Facebook page. It's a very good place right now. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's lots of fun. Uh, Check it out. Uh, Go to the Babysitter's Club Club Facebook page, and there's a group, Baby Nation. That's where all the action happens. Check it out. In the meantime, I would like to tell you that this week we read a novel that was called California Diaries, number nine, Amalia, Diary 2, Fate. And next week we're going to be discussing what promises to be a very interesting novel. Call the California Diaries number 10, Ducky. Diary 2, try again. Okay. Okay. Can't wait to unpack that next week. In the meantime, I would like to tell you that my name has been and always will be Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. Amalia is dancing with Brendan now. And the way she talks... You would think that shy, thoughtful boys with beautiful eyes had just been invented.
0: That's a little too close to the original. I know.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: record yeah. come here monkey look who's there hello and Cyril Tainer. hello Cyril <laughs> who is it
0: Tainer. it's Tainer. isn't it <laughs> hello <laughs> that was a HeadGum podcast